What's up, everyone? I'm Benny Guadarrama. Welcome back to another episode of Founders Party, where I interview rock star founders about their startups, their mission and vision, and the journey thus far. Today, I'm very excited and very happy to be talking to Marcus Sawyer, who is the founder of EQ Community. Marcus, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Nice to be here, Benny. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Uh, I'm glad you're here uh, to share about you know what you're building over at EQ Community. And uh, just to get started, how about you tell us a little bit about what EQ Community is and what you're working on? Sure. EQ Community is a members place uh, platform. And the whole concept and idea behind EQ is to empower people of color to thrive. And so we have a online platform where people have conversations and they work around what I call the three C's, which is their careers, connections, and community. And on the client side, so I just kind of think of it as a two-sided marketplace, we have clients that really care about diversity and inclusion. And the whole idea for the clients is giving them the ability to really hire executive, uh, mid-to-level executive talent within the world of tech. So um, it's a, there's a talent marketplace element but based upon a community. Right on. So it's a community for professionals to meet, to find opportunity, and and uh, and also the companies there are looking, as you said, to to look for um, people of color that are looking for these jobs. Correct. And um, wh- what would you say the the user experience is is like? Um, so someone signing up or someone getting you know uh, an invite to EQ community, how does that look for them? Yeah, so it's a good question because it's a referral-based community, so it's all invite-only. And so as an individual, you may get an invite from a current community member, and you quite simply uh, click the invite link, and you have the opportunity to sign up. So you can sign up with whether it's Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, and then you have the option to either use the desktop version or the app version, so we're in iOS and Android. The other part of it as well, so we have quite a big newsletter subscriber list as well. So if you're not necessarily invited to the community, initially you may follow us and follow our newsletters um, as an individual. So that's really on the the members side um, and how they sign up and get into the platform. Cool, cool. Right on. And um, pretty much uh, so how um, when customers or I'm sorry, when clients are coming on to, to uh, post their job, their jobs pretty much, is it just C-level or is it also like internship opportunities or quick gigs or like what, what's, what's that look like? Yeah, so maybe I'll give you a bit of background actually, a bit of context. So my, I've spent the last 16 years in HR tech. Um, I was a Fortune 500 executive at one of the largest um, HR tech companies globally where I was running digital innovation. And... Um, with that, I had the opportunity to work with a lot of venture capital firms. And what I found with the venture capital firms by consulting with them is that a lot of people want to do DE and I, but don't know how. So the business started in a way where we were giving people, founders, should I say, of fast growing tech companies post series A, the opportunity to create their own pledges around DE and I and what they want to do. So from a customer standpoint, the customers are very much handpicked meaning that we're really working with customers that are inclusive already and they've made some stance to move towards a more diverse workforce, but they don't necessarily know how to scale it. 
Mm. So it's slightly different to the individual side. And we generally work to answer your question on roles that are mid to sea level. And the reason for that is we're really trying to empower people of colour to get into senior level positions where they can become leaders and then hire ultimately more inside the organisation. But EQ is not just about the hiring part. That's one proponent. The mm. first part in order to do that is building connections. So once you've built those connections and you have that supportive community, then we give you access to those careers. Makes sense. Yeah, totally. I, I get that. And um, so building those connections, what, what would you say are some of the learnings that you've you've taken on, on building a community? Like what are your principles um, of building a community? Uh, what, what do you put in, in into doing that? Yeah, it's a really good question because as time goes on, you, you keep learning more and more, right? Like so every day you uncover something new. But what, what, what I think what has stayed true is that you, you have a certain amount, what the data tells me is you have a certain amount of members that will join the community and some people are joining it multiple times a day, um, coming back and forth, but they won't necessarily contribute. And that is due to probably their personality. And then you have a small percentage of members that do contribute more frequently. So I think understanding how individual personalities get value from the community is really important and what they can contribute because um, once you understand that then you can understand more how to connect them with what they're interested in because again it's not focused specifically on jobs only so you'll come into the community if you've been, even if you're not looking for a job so the idea is making sure that we can connect you with content or a person that's going to be useful for you right now as you're in the time where you're just maybe even just wanting to have conversations or explore a little bit more so really deeply understanding each individual person's need is one thing that's super important but at the same time balancing that with scale because you want a personalized experience at scale right right of course yeah um I think with, you know, the whole, you know, the com community uh, led and community grown um, startups and, commu and and businesses, I think it's really important that you're right, understanding that each person has a different uh, way of operating, each person has a different way of communicating. And so taking that all in is definitely critical to growing something. Um, and so um, as you're building EQ and the founder's job is very, very, you know, it, it, you're doing multiple things at once. Uh, what does an average workday look like to you? What does an average day work, work day look like to you? Because I know it's kind of a tricky question because average days are just kind of hard to describe, but what would you say is like, when you wake up, when you wake up in the morning, what do you plan on working? How do you know what to work on pretty much? Yeah. So we have a, a daily standup every single, every, well, Obviously, the, the word daily tells you it's every single day. But we have a daily stand-up, and that is uh, early-ish in the morning, not too early, like 9.30 in the morning. So prior to that, I'll get the data and the stats on mainly on the recruiting side to see where we are in the processes. And the team gets together, so data and operations. We talk through the numbers, understand the narrative of that, and then based on that, we make certain decisions around what we're going to do um, moving forward um, in the afternoons um, pretty much I say afternoon uh, after that I would say there's client conversations members um, conversations on the platform as well and then there's more strategy in the afternoon so the day yeah starts in operations goes through to members and clients and then operations and strategy and obviously it depends on 
what day it is. But the way that I organize typically um, is having specific types of meetings that I know are going to be important and just setting those up ahead of time in, in the calendar. So community uh, um, contribution, making sure that we're contributing to community finance is, a, is another big proponent, sales, automation. Mm-hmm. And those are just that stood up over a period of time that I think makes sense, whether that's biweekly, once a week and so on. So there's always something in the calendar internally and then space for external meetings as well. Definitely. And uh, how many how many people are helping you right now? Like, what's the team look like? Did you did you start this um, from product development on your own and then it expanded, or how, wh- what's the team look like today? Yeah. So we we so me a friend of mine who I've known for like twenty years odd, but um, he's, he's developed his career in operations and Salesforce. We were having conversations about have uh, what's next. Um, so he was like the first person that I brought in. Um, to EQ and then um, how how we started to grow, which is quite interesting. We actually started hiring um, people from the community. So there were mm-hmm. people that had started. Um, well, there was one guy in particular who basically wanted to do an internship. We'd done an internship with it, and then he converted into working on our data engineering. And then we've got other people that do some of the stuff on some of the product. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, say events versus the product side. And then we have a team, all our teams remote. So we're all over the world. We're in um, San, like San Francisco, London, Kenya, um, and then other parts of the US as well. So to answer your question, there's a, there's a blend of full-time and part-time folks. And in some of our tech, we um, outsource and some of what we build inside. So it just depends on kind of the parts that we're talking about. That's the best. I love that. I love how your community were, you know, members of, of, of helping you build this. I think um, that just goes to show, you know, how strong your, your product is, how strong your community is. Um, it's, uh, I just saw a tweet recently um, from Alex Lieberman. He said, you know, having that loyal group is, you know, like the eighth, like wonder of the world. And so it, it sounds to me like you have that and you're, and you're building that within the community, which is really cool. Um and and as you're building EQ community, what what's the big vision for your company? Where where would you like to see it in ten years? Yeah, so the the overarching goal, as I mentioned, the purpose is to empower people of color to thrive. I think in the end, it ultimately just gets to empower people. Um, at this point, we're focusing on people of color because they are underestimated and underrepresented, and I happen to be one of those people as well. And so the, the, the goal is to help people get to a level playing field and put more people, at least representative of the population, in positions of power across technology businesses. So that's really where I want to see EQ um, and us making a significant impact in order to do that. But also leading kind of thought leadership around the future of work as Web3 um, starts to, to really drive things forward, making sure that um, e- EQ is not only talking about, thinking about, but leading the way in helping people get involved in um, the new wave of the internet and how we do business online. So those are those are the two main overarching themes. So it's more purpose-driven versus like a monetary kind of goal. We want to get to X amount of billion valuation by this point in this time, um, because I see it as something that um, needs to be done indefinitely um, and infinitely. Right on. Yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, I I see the vision and um, I hope, you know, it all goes your way and I hope 
I wish you all the best while building it. And and leading into one of my final questions, uh, how could the Founders Party community help? Like um, our listeners here, are you fundraising? Are you hiring? Are you just looking for you know for more people to to um, share about EQ community? Join the newsletter to learn more about EQ community. How can the Founders Party community try and help? Yeah, absolutely. I so a couple yeah a couple a couple of things. I think on one side, EQ community may be able to help some of the founders that are listening as well if they're hiring. So if you're looking for diverse executive talent, uh, that's something that we can help on. And if we're not necessarily the, 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 the right way to, to, to help you grow that business, we can also point you in the right direction as well, depending on the type of business. And I think after also as well, um, it's really about having conversations and thinking through your, your team. And it doesn't necessarily help EQ specifically, but are you thinking about growing an organization that's going to be diverse over the longer period of time? Because I think that's going to help you sell to more customers and work with more customers in terms of what you're doing. So I'd love to connect with people that are thinking about that. Um, you can find us at eq.community um, or tweet us or on LinkedIn or on all different kind of social platforms as well. But yeah, I don't have any real specific asks where we're on the journey. If you want to be part of it, feel free to reach out and we'd love to have more more people um part of it. Cool. Definitely, definitely. All right. You heard listeners, you know, uh go learn more about EQ community and what they're building over there. I think it's very beneficial for the professional and the and the world in general. Um I think, you know, what you guys are building is extraordinary and so I wish you all the best and I appreciate your time for coming on to the show and sharing a little bit about what you're working on. Benny, thanks for having me. I really appreciate the the time and glad to be here and yeah, looking forward to continuing the journey with helping more companies and organizations get access to high quality, diverse talent.